I, I think things couldn't be more natural for me. It's just like one wave after the other wave. And you know, sometimes you resist, but I think with experience and life, I just let myself ride the wave and see where, where it takes me. Welcome to the Journey Into Podcast, a series of inspiring stories from the yoga community. Episode 5, Going With The Flow. My name is Roberto, Roberto Rubalcaba. I'm based in London. I was born in Mexico City, one of the biggest, noisiest, polluted cities in the world. But living in an environment like this brings an adventure to your door. So you don't have to go out. The adventure comes in. And my family was very small. Um, my, my, my father and mother, they both teachers. They were both teachers. Um, so <laughs> I didn't have too much room to, to misbehave or something because they, 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 they knew when you, they were with kids. So my childhood was a really, really nice childhood. But I was very protected by them, um, educated. And it was just an incredible experience to, to live in a big, big, big city. And even there is a lot of gray around, concrete around. But, you know, the blue sky is always there. The smells are very intense. The fruits, the colors. So there is lots of color in, in this concrete jungle. So it's, it's like really, really interesting mix. It's a very simple, very simple cuisine, but obviously Mexican cuisine has a lot of spice, a uh, lot of color. And what I love most of it is avocado. Mexican avocado is the best in the world. But what I hate about avocados is that you always have to pay extra for avocado. <laughs> avocado was just like a normal thing to eat everywhere. I mean, if you don't have avocado on, on your table, it's like you are not eating. Growing up in Mexico, you, you really get to know your neighbors because it's normal when you go out to say good morning. And I was educated to say good morning to whoever was in front of me in the morning until I moved to Europe and then I noticed that when you say good morning to a stranger, it's like they get upset. <laughs> I discovered my love of photography when I was about 17 years old and back home in Mexico where I'm, I'm from. Um, since then, I have been taking pictures mostly all my life. I did a, 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 a photography was my my job for most of my my youth. Brought me into into a creative place. I always wanted to live in a creative place, and there was no other place than London in the nineties. It was like wow, London is just the the best place to be. So um, I relocated here and I started working 
after maybe two years until I moved here, I started getting my first assignments as a photographer. And then after maybe three to five years, I was doing it full time. So I was quite lucky, quite lucky to, to move and then in very short period of time doing, doing my career as a photographer in London. When you do what you like, it's not a job, it's a pleasure, right? But then you have to have compromises, which that pleasure starts to go away because you, you, you have to do things that you don't really like doing. It's like when you go on holidays to a beautiful place and then you are in love with this place, but then you move to live there and then the dream fades as well, you know? Like, like the place is not as nice as you saw it when you were on holiday. So yeah, that photography as a pleasure and as a work pleasure lasted, I guess, 20 years and then it fades. I was, I was very unhappy of what I was doing. I was not, not really waking up with the same spark that I was doing it when I started, obviously. When I was little, I never ever heard the word yoga. I didn't know it even existed. Um, I thought yoga was just for a bunch of hippies and there was no information about it. It was not popular until I moved, until I moved to Europe. Is when, by mistake, I discovered, discovered that yoga existed. My wife and myself, we were very, very, very stressed with work. We were um, overworked, we were um, stressed with financial pressures, with deadlines, with everything was too much. Everything was out of control. And we start getting headaches, we start getting uh, a little bit ill. Um, we didn't feel well. And she discovered yoga in Brixton, in, in, in the Brockwell Lido. And she just went there uh, one day. And when she came back, she came back like all like refreshed and wonderful. And she said, oh, this might be for you. And I went like, mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so I was very, very reluctant for maybe three months. But then when I saw her, like how she was changing, how her life was getting better, how the benefits that she was getting through a yoga practice. I said, well, I give it a go. So I went with her on a Sunday and it was so beautiful. It was sunny outside. It was summer and we went to the Lido and then I start seeing all these people and then I freak out because there was a lot of people, you know. <laughs> then it's like, obviously, you don't want to be the stupid one that doesn't know the moves and all that, no? So I was about to go in and then I said, no, no, I changed my mind. And I left. The, 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 I left. I didn't. I mean, my, my wife just got so angry at me, you know, it's like you do the same all the time. La, 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 la. And then I came back the next time. And I say, okay, whatever is going to happen, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. So I was there and I was like looking all these people 
doing the moves and all that. And I went like, oh my God, this is so cool. Look at those ones, what they do, no? Obviously, as everyone starts in the practice, I thought I'm going to be flexible. I thought I'm going to be slim. I thought I'm going to be something, someone, you know? And that lasts for everyone until you start understanding it takes time. So I wasn't encouraged by the by the physical part of it. I was encouraged to try to be stronger and flexible, which I thought was the way that was you go to yoga, to stand on your hands, to, to move, like lift your leg and all these things, no? Plus there were beautiful people around, so it was very nice and pleasant to go. And after that, I, I continue going, continue going, continue going like a discipline. And my life started to transform. My life started to, to change. And the pressures were start, starting to be more manageable. Um, and it took maybe three years until the penny drops until everything makes sense that it's not about the physical thing, it's not about uh, how you look or the moves that you do that they are correct. And then it's when I start loving it. Then when I notice that it's all the journey inside. So then I started to try to find ways to keep my passion to photography alive. So I decided not to do it commercially anymore. And I, I just tried to do my second passion that was yoga and take it more serious. And I did a teacher training and somehow just happens that I start working straight away. So the transition from a, from a full-time photographer into a full-time yoga teacher, it was like so smooth. It took maybe like a year until I was mixing some commercial jobs and photography, but then if they interfered with my classes, I declined them because I wanted to teach. <laughs> I think you never realize that you are living your dream because it's, it's, it's just it's, it's like you wake up in the morning thinking of that. You're going to bed thinking of that. And then when people start liking what you do, they start paying you for doing your dream, I think you are just in a dream state that you no, never realize that you are actually achieving your dreams. It, it is just a very, 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 very strange place to be, doing what you like in a place that you want, and you're actually getting paid for it. It's like, it's, it's too good to be true, <laughs> that you never realize that you are doing it. If you're enjoying the Journey Into podcast, don't forget to subscribe to receive new episodes. And if you're really enjoying our series, we'd love it if you could leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify. Yoga took over for, for a while. Our life just became better, to be honest. I don't know how to phrase that, but, but life was just quality, quality of life. Basically, my wife was the grown-up, and she said, like, well, we're going to want a flat, and we're going to live in, in the east. 
And I would never think, uh, thought that it would be possible, you know, doing your job that you love and getting paid for what you love and then being a grown-up as well. When I walk away from my first class in the Lido in Brixton, I would never, ever, ever thought that I'm going to end up teaching or, or being my, my, my life. Never, ever, ever. So it was a big surprise. In Mexico City, it is, there is a lot of yoga now. There are amazing teachers. There are a lot of spaces. Now it's very popular. But something that is going to sound a bit ridiculous is like I learned to teach in English. And once I went, I went to a beach in Mexico and I thought, oh, I'm going to give a class to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> and Spanish is impossible once you learn in English. When you say, raise your arms over your head, you have to say, levanta los brazos arriba de la cabeza. So you have to do it so quickly. <laughs> As people notice, it's a big industry and everybody wants to have a slice of it, of the benefit of yoga. I think the, the, the message is, is being diluted. You have to wear this, you have to drink that, you have to eat this. Um, Lululemon, leggings, the image of Instagram and the yoga, the thin, beautiful woman um, in a yoga pose every day coming in your feet. It, it becomes like a glossy magazine. And at the end, you don't even need a mat. You don't even need to move. You just want to sit, close your eyes, and breathe. Jiriki came to me in London by, by Marie, my, my teacher. Um, and I went to one of her, of her classes, and it's a, it's a therapy that is a, a self-massage therapy. You use a, 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 a band. You use your own body to massage your muscles. You use your own bones to use it as a trigger point and some, some acupressure points. So the teacher training was available to go in Japan with the creator, which is her father. Japan, Japan is just the most amazing and wonderful place I have ever been. It's a, it's a place that when you come back, give you hope for humanity. When we, one of the places after we, we did the, the, the training and all that, um, we were ventured out by ourselves into the city. You know, the, the Europeans, we were, I'm, the foreigners, we went out. And just to buy a train ticket, it was so complicated. So we went to ask the, the guy that was at the, at the barriers on the train, for help, and we couldn't understand anything. But then it's like she said, wait a second, and he pointed to the machine where we were buying the, the tickets to go back there. So we went back to there, and it's like, what? He didn't say anything. But then the machine itself opens up, and the guy comes out from the machine to help us. <laughs> things couldn't be more natural for me. Like, 
it's just like one wave after the other wave and you know sometimes you resist but I think with experience and life I just let myself ride the wave and see where where it takes me I am very aware of of how lucky I have been for the doors have been opening but also I push in in in, in the right buttons as well I think I go with the flow since I was very very young um and I think that's also having born in a place that how I was born in a, in a place that um uncertainty and and adventure comes to you instead of you looking for things I think that helped a lot if you are lucky to do what you want to do be appreciative as well you know don't take it for granted so i never take anything for granted i am so lucky to to be able to share my love for yoga so lucky to share my photographs so lucky to share my experiences but you create your luck as well you cannot just sitting down on a sofa and just wait to forcing for something to happen Thank you for listening to the Journey Into podcast. For more content from today's teacher, follow us on Instagram at journey.into or visit our website at journeyinto.com.